What's up, everybody? Uh, wacky, wild post-game show coming to you. Brought to you by Anchor FM. This is the Sideline Junkies. I'm KG. I'm joined by our mobile BJ. What's up, everybody? Ah, oh, man, I don't even know where to start. Um, hopefully, we'll be joined by the rest of the fellas in a few minutes. Yeah, it's, but, it's a rough day, man. It's a, it, as far as sideline junkies picks, it was a very rough day. And, and I was thinking about this the whole time I was waiting for the invite. If you listen to the show, when I pump fake on the game from now on, take that pump fake. Because all the games that were lost, that we, we expected to go the other way, I pump faked on. I pump fake. Remember I said, if, you know, this is Oakland Super Bowl. Oakland ended up beating the Steelers. Mm-hmm. The 49ers, the 49ers, I, I said they play hard, and and Cal Shanahan has a game plan for them every week. They beat the Broncos. Um, uh, the other game I pump faked on, I'm trying to find it. Um, I think that was it. No, no, no. The Dolphins, even yeah. though the Dolphins won on some fluke last minute type of play, they always play, you know, usually, and I'm not going to say always. They play the Patriots pretty tough. So, and then uh, it, it was just a, it was just a wild day. Really good NFL day if you're an NFL fan, except if you're a Redskin fan. Um, we'll get to that in a little bit. But KG, it was if you enjoy some good football today, some exciting games like the Chiefs Raven game gave it to you. The, the if you, even if you don't like the Cowboys, if you like football. The Cowboys Eagles game that just went off gave that to you. True indeed, true indeed. And uh, speaking of KC and Baltimore, um, that one came down to it. And really and truly, a lot of people will look at that the ending of that game and they'll blame that on RG three. Oh, he didn't throw right. No, he put that ball in his receiver's hand in a tight window. Yeah, the kid is still accurate yeah, when he, he put did. it into a tight window, and a receiver dropped that. And um, you 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 wonder. You know, if teams are going to be knocking for RG3 next season, because, he, you know, that first season wasn't a fluke. You know, his he was he was hampered by a lot of injuries and then um, a uh, inept organization. <laughs> but, uh, and then a coach that didn't trust you. Yeah. So. so. But um, I don't even know. Let's start with the Bills game. I mean, even though they lost, I thought I thought they played a pretty good game. They uh, dropped to the Jets 27-23. And um, Josh Allen today didn't have any passing touchdown. He had two interceptions. So, uh, he had a <laughs> – this is almost laughable every week because this, this can't continue if the Buffalo Bills want to be serious and win football games. He had nine rushing attempts for 101 yards and a rushing TD. And, and LaShawn McCoy went out of this game early, I think, uh, with a groin. So, this, this, it's great to see that he's mobile, but this can't continue. It, uh, I disagree. I disagree. Um, not to be the dead horse, but 2012, what happened with – RG three hand DC, um, he ran for almost a thousand yards, but he almost he threw for over three thousand, 
Uh, same thing with Colin Kaepernick. Threw for over 3,000, ran for nearly 1,000. And both teams were playoff contenders. Uh, San Francisco went a little further than Washington did for various reasons. But with a quarterback like that, that gives you that threat, but you have to put a running back behind him that's a game-breaker. That's where the old Shady would come in. Now, you got LaShawn McCoy now. You don't have Shady. If you yeah. had Shady, it would work out totally better. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, the Shady, the whole, you know, that's definitely not the same running back. Um, but on uh, on the flip side, I understand what you're saying, but this isn't – I don't have those stats in front of me, but Josh Allen, I'm pretty sure, isn't running for – I mean, passing for 3,000 yards. Hold on. Let me find out. Well. Let's see. Josh Allen season stats. Well, no. You know what? He missed how many games with the uh, UCL spring? That he did. That he did. But I, I'm just saying, I think – I still think if he's in the in the game, if he didn't miss any, I'm, I'm, I'm still kind of on – he's not going to, you know, have an RG3 year. You know what I mean? Because – that passing offense is atrocious at times. So, uh, but I mean, they playing good. They playing hard. You know, if you root for a team, you know that's all you can ask for is that they come out there. You know, they might be lacking talent. They might be lacking, you know, whatever. But as long as you give me the effort, I'm I'm happy. And you know they is you know they're giving effort just like the Forty Niners and. Uh, we was hoping for the rest of the guys, but it looks like, you know, it's just going to be me and you for right now. So let's go to uh, – let's go – let's let's do um, – let's get the Lions and the Cardinals out of the way real quick. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Lord. Hey, man, it, it, it was what it expected to be. Uh, the, the Detroit take them out 17-3. Um, Stafford only had 101 yards passing. So – uh, like I said, you know, in our earlier show, you know, this, you know, this isn't a Cardinals team to take lightly. You know, they 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 play, they show up, they give effort, and you know, it's showing showing over the last couple of weeks. So, seventeen to three, lines over the Cardinals. The Chargers squeak past. Uh, Andy Daltonless and AJ Greenless Bengals twenty six to twenty one. Thought that was. Go ahead. But it's weird with that because the Chargers are a possible Super Bowl favorite, even though they're on a they're in a wild card spot because they're in the tough AFC West. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Trying to pull the stats up. My apologies to all the sideline junkie listeners. Uh, on location live at the grocery store. So, um, <laughs> but uh, Jake Driscoll, uh, once buck seven yards, one touchdown. Phillip Rivers, 221 touchdown. Um, still no Melvin Gordon. I think they're going to, what do you think, KJ? I think they're just going to leave him out and, and let him rest until maybe they get to the playoffs. That would be the smart thing to do because they're going to have to fight. Yeah, I, I I believe so. They got a big game next week with Kansas City. It's a big game. Uh, it would be even bigger if the Ravens could have pulled out uh, a, a W. But um, on to the next game, 
um, kind of pump faked on this game just a tad bit. But uh, the Colts take out the Texans 24-21. Let's see, Andrew Luck in that one, 27-41, 399, two touchdowns. Uh, Deshaun Watson, uh, 27-38, 267, and a touchdown. Good game. We we said it was going to be a good game. Indeed, indeed. But see, I I said that Andrew Luck would be close to, what, 500 yards because he's been knocking on now. I thought that he would actually – it would be a shootout. Yeah, yeah, you did say that. Yes, you did. Yeah, absolutely did. But you know what? I think it can go either way with these two teams because how good the defenses are, and they play each other so much. You know, they know. You know, they know each other. So, but that was to be expected. Uh, what wasn't expected for me was Green, Green Bay dancing over the, uh, the Falcons. 34 to 20. It wasn't expected for you, but it was expected for me. Yeah, I mean, uh, who I know you, we, we don't have to tally that up. I know somebody, a couple of people picked Green Bay, didn't they? It was just me and Delonte. Everybody else picked Atlanta. Yeah, I thought, you know, with them losing the coach, they would, you know, I guess that, you know, fired them up. And... But, you know, uh, Joe Philbin has a history with Green Bay before he went to excuse me, Miami, he was the offense coordinator in Green Bay. After he lost the job in, in uh, Miami, he came back. Yeah, so he definitely will have some history and stuff. You think they're going to – I mean, I know it's, it's a little bit too early. You think they're going to keep that ship or are they going to uh, – are they going to, uh, you know, look for a brand-name head coach? No, I think they'll keep that. I think that's, that's, that's no doubt. I think they will – you go with familiarity. And that's what what happens in Green Bay. Um, Mike Holmgren took over when he left, and uh, geez, I can't even think of the coach that took over after Mike Holmgren. Um, anyway, he was in house. Mike McCarthy was in the house, so you know it's gonna come up to be that way. Well, we shall see. Um. Yeah, Mike Sherman, that's who it was. Mike, Mike Sherman, Sherman, Ray Rhodes. Now, when Mike Holmgren took over and Ray Ro- when Mike Holmgren left, Ray Rhodes took over for that one year. Now, Mike Holmgren and Ray Rhodes, they coached San Francisco together. That's an in-house thing. Yeah, you know what? And the Packers, you know, the organization, you know, we are, we have to remember this isn't a traditional organization, you know, they, so that, you know, they have a team president. You know, it's not a pecking order like here in Washington and yes I'm taking shots at the Redskins because this is a absolute debacle so and we'll get to that shortly but uh, they ran a tad bit differently so um, but let me say this the they fired Mike McCarthy Mike McCarthy had 102 wins in 12 years with the Green Bay Packers out of every coach, interim included, he is number two all time in wins behind Curly Lambeau. Come on, son. How did you fire him? You know what? And you, you know, it's interesting you say that because everybody, you know, well, not everybody, I'm not going to say everybody, but the a lot of rumbling that Aaron Rodgers was taking the season to get rid of Mike McCarthy. How much, how much do you take into that? None. 
I know they butt heads about the way the offense was called, but I don't think that's him trying to get rid of the coach that put him into the position that he is that made him a rod. Yeah. I and then, you know, the other on the flip side is, you know, a lot of people talking about oh Mike McCarthy here, Mike McCarthy there for, you know, the next coaching job. And I'm just kinda like, well, it's pretty easy to coach when you got number twelve. So, yeah, much. you know, I, I don't want to take anything away from Mike McCarthy, but at the same time, it's just like he did have number 12 there. And number 12 won some games, you know, just being number 12. So, well, you know, that being said, you know, both of the, both of the, the Packers and the, and the Falcons, this season's over. So it's, it's nothing to fight for there. Um, I'm sure it might be some crazy mathematical way there. It's still in the playoffs, but. We all know that this season's over. So, um, next game up, the uh, Browns take out the Panthers, twenty-six to twenty. And uh, unfortunately for Jim Baker Mayfield, didn't throw twenty interceptions today. He was a modest eighteen to twenty-two for two thirty-eight with one touchdown. Uh, Nick Chubb had sixty-six yards. Uh, Bashard Perryman even made a show and made a big catch, a big bomb from Baker. And uh, Cam just not being Cam. No, I don't know what's going on. That seven straight loss for the Panthers. Um, twenty six of forty two, two sixty five in the interception, and uh, Christian McCaffrey sixty three yards, two touchdowns. Um, just one of the things you shake your head at because they don't—they're not really ravaged with injuries. KG, you shake your head at it because um, the, the 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 story from opponents is Cam's forcing it. He's trying to force it in, you know, everywhere. So, when he's trying to force it, you're not going to win. Yeah, you um, you think a coaching change is going to be made there? No, sir. Ron Rivera is one of the best coaches in the league. You change a coach there, you're going to go downhill. Well, I mean, seven straight losses. How, how much further downhill can you go because – they, you know, even with the six straight losses they had before today, they were still in the, I mean, and they kind of – they still are in the playoff hunt, but it's, you know, looking less likely that – Yeah, that, 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 that water's looking a little murky there. A little murky, you know, starting to be, you know, it's just that, you know, they not – then they still had a chance and they could peak and it just didn't happen. So, uh at least I called that game, right? I mean, we picked the Browns. Did anybody pick the Panthers? Uh, let's see. Where we at? Browns and Panthers. Jim picked Carolina. Delonte picked Carolina. Oh, man. Okay. Okay. Well, hey, like I said, rough day for everybody. So Yeah, because uh, four – I'm sorry, three out of five got eight losses. <laughs> That's only 16 games this week. Oh, my goodness, man. Yeah, it, it was rough. It was rough. Uh, you know, some of the teams, some of the games that, uh, you know, you were banking on, the, you know, for them teams to, to come out and play, you know, like the Broncos and like yeah. the Steelers. Yeah. You, you know, like the Redskins. Well, you know what, man? I can't even let's, – let's get to the rest of these games because, you know, we'll talk about the Redskins a little bit. And then, um, you know – Everybody, you know, tomorrow will be Redskins post game with me and KG. So definitely look forward to that tomorrow. But let's get to the rest. Of course, you know, everybody 
you know, if you're watching the NFL today, unless you live under a rock, you saw the Dolphins complete a triple option uh, college play to beat the mighty Patriots that had Rob Gronkowski on the field to bat down Hail Mary. So, <laughs> they, they take that away from the Patriots, kind of stun them. And I think it was the Patriots fall to nine and three. I think the Patriots and the Texans are nine and three right now. Oh, uh, let me make sure about that. I think it's nine and four. I think they were going into this game nine and three. You might be right. You might be right. And that, that's probably probably me. Not yeah, the Patriots are nine and four. Okay. Okay. Uh, of course, it was a man, hell of a game. Um, hell of a game in, in Kansas City today. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens put everything out there. And, and everybody's looking for Lamar Jackson to have 300 passing yards, 350. That's not his game. And that's that's what people have to realize. And people are like, oh, you can't run the triple option. You can't run the read off. You can't do this. You know, teams are going to catch on to it. There are very few teams that can play the read option because you have to have the personnel. If you have somebody out of place, somebody that's not disciplined or, or bad defense, you're going to get cooked. Mm-hmm. And, and, and all it takes is Lamar running one good big run. And now the defense is going to be overcompensating trying to stop that. So, Lamar Jackson, 147 in the air, two touchdowns. Uh, on the ground, 13 to seven, 13 yard attempts for 71 yards. That's not bad. Not bad stat line. But see, what you have to realize is he has behind him as a backup that's kind of sort of in his ear telling him, you know, hey, look for this, look for that. Yep. Be careful for this. It's RG3. Uh, somebody who was successful in the read option for absolutely. an entire season. So, absolutely. I agree with you 100%. Uh, on the other side of the ball, Mahomes, 53 attempts, 35 completions, 377, two TDs, and a couple of the, – the one pass to, comp- to, to convert the fourth down to Tyreek Hill across the other side of the field. The boy got a cannon. The boy got a cannon. And right now – there's no clear cut favorite in the AFC. I think yeah. any, any like the Chiefs look vulnerable. You know, they look they looking like the Andy V teams of the past that, you know, on fire in the regular season, only to trip up in the postseason end of the year. So I'm looking like, okay, yeah, they, they probably have to buy. Uh they're probably gonna get the first round, they're probably gonna get the buy. You know, I, I'm leaning towards them, you know, next week far as uh, where they play uh, uh, the Chargers. And, you know, I'm giving them that, even though I think that's going to be a good game. Is that in uh, L.A. or is that in Kansas City, KG? I'm not even sure. I'm, okay. I'm, what I'm, I just had to look it up. I think Patrick Mahomes threw two, two touchdowns a day, right? Hold on, let me see. Because I just went out of it to uh, – let me see. Yeah, he, had, he threw two touchdowns a day. Okay. Think about this. If he throw it, what is he at? He's at 43 right now. And it's three games left. He has a chance to break the single season touchdown record. Passing. Crazy. That's crazy. And I would love to see him break it. Yeah, I would too. Records are meant to be broken. I would love to because he's having a hell of a year. You know, he, he seemed like a you know good guy. Offense is, is super powerful. 
the the Chiefs take on the Chargers next week next week in Kansas City. Uh, the Chargers ten and three, the Chiefs eleven and two. That is a huge game. That's a huge game because anything can happen. Any given Sunday, anything can happen, and the Chargers could end up leapfrogging them to take out to take on the uh, the first round by anything can happen now. Yeah, anything and think about this: so, you can be eleven and five and still miss the playoffs as the Patriots. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's why I say you know this 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 thing isn't over. It's far from over. Um. The Saints and the Buccaneers is, you know, another division, division rival. Uh, and, and the Saints came out having a little bit of issues with Buccaneers at first. And they steadied that ship and, and, and got the W, 28-14. Drew Brees, only 201 passing yards, a TD and an interception. Nothing spectacular on that end. Uh, Jameis Winston, 213, two touchdowns, one interception. So, uh, you know. Like I said, these teams that that are in the same division, they play each other twice a year. This is what you expect. Like today, you expected the Eagles-Cowboys game to go the way it did because they play each other tough. It's two really, really good teams. You know, um, they're built the right way uh, as far as, you know, Dallas on the offensive line, the Eagles on the defensive line. You know, if, and, and I'm not taking away from the – the other line on the other side for either team. I'm just saying those are the, the strengths of that team. You know, Philly can rush the passer with three people if they wanted to. So, And they would get home. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, that's how you have to build your team. You have to build your team from the inside out. So, um, I'm trying to remember. It's uh, the uh, – Rams and Bears just kicked off. Rams lead the Bears 3-0. Uh, just trying to make sure we went over everything. We, of course, the uh, you know the Raiders beat the Steelers 24-21, which was definitely a shocker. Yes. Uh, but definitely a game I pump faked on. So I'm going to start listening to myself next week, Edge. If I pump fake on it, I might, y'all might have to come back to me at the end of the podcast. I'm going to start dueling and writing down. and that might have to, Because, like I said, every game I pump faked on, the other team that I picked – the team I picked lost, so. Um, but let's get to this game, and we're not going to spend too much time on it. Um, but the uh, Washington Redskins at home for the fourth straight for the fourth straight game that was a must-win game to keep the playoff hopes alive. Absolutely laid an egg, and, and the, the New York Giants put up a 27-point second quarter. A 27-point second quarter, and we've been on Twitter all week, KG, and we've seen the excuses, the tap dancing of why um, Colin Kaepernick wasn't called to come play football for the Redskins, only to see Mark Sanchez do what Mark Sanchez does and just fizzle out and do nothing. And and, and to his credit, you know, I'm not going to do that, to his credit, Early in the game, nobody could catch a pass from him. Mm-hmm. Absolutely no. It was embarrassing. Like, you you know you have this guy in here, and no one can catch a pass from this guy. And then he had a couple of tip interceptions. So, okay, fine. So, Mark Sanchez doing Mark Sanchez things. Then you bring in here's, – here's the insulting part. And nothing against Josh Johnson. You bring in Josh Johnson, which is a, you know, dollar movie version of 
Colin Kaepernick. The same thing Jay Gruden said wouldn't work for his offense is what they did with Josh Johnson. That's it, Nezo. I mean, uh, I got a, a lot to say, but I'm, I'm trying to hold on to it. Well, brother, you know, like I said, we would definitely have the uh, the Redskins post game tomorrow. We'll dive into it a little bit more, but um, uh, you know what? Take- let me let me let me say this real quick, and I, I'm right. just right. trying to make sure I'm right. Uh, you remember Josh Freeman? Used to play for Tampa Bay. Absolutely. Uh, he's not playing anywhere right now. Why didn't he get a call? Uh, that's a good question. And he is only thirty years old, and he last played in the NFL in twenty fifteen. And you, you know what, man? I don't know if you ever got a chance to, but uh, did did you ever watch the uh, football life, Doug Williams? Nope. As soon as we finish this, that's what I'll be watching tonight. Okay, because for me. This is stinging a little bit more after watching that and just watching what Doug and other black quarterbacks had to go through and still have to go through to this day. Warm moon. Warm moon. And, you know, um, just to see that all these options available and somebody like Nathan Peterman is getting a workout. You know, it's just... It's amazing. And then, like I said, nothing against Josh Johnson, but we always say, why Why don't these guys get a chance? Josh Johnson only had a 1,000 career passing yards. So that means he, didn't, he, never, he never got a chance anywhere, right? Right. So, it's just – it's frustrating. It's uh, because, I, you know, even though, you know, Doug and several other players broke down barriers at that position – I still think we looked at the same way as far as African-American black quarterbacks is not being the best fit for the position. Exactly. You're not smart enough to be a uh, quarterback. But if you are a quarterback, you have to be a game manager. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mark Sanchez today, 6 of 14 for a whole 38 yards and two interceptions. That weren't his fault. They were tipped. Uh, Josh Johnson came in in the second half for relief, 11 of 16, 195 yards, a touchdown and an interception. And he ended up being the leading rusher for uh, 7 to 10 for 45 yards. An absolutely pathetic home performance by the Washington Redskins. No effort, no guts, no nothing. Um, this is four straight losses also after being – after Josh Norman and DJ Swearinger called out the fan base for not being supportive. So And as a part of being a part of that fan base, what am I supporting? Um hey, it was uh the the the, the Twitter the Twitter feed that I shared with the group of uh, people at halftime just leaving the stadium. It was embarrassing. And I don't today I would you know, you know how we feel about a game. You go to a game even if you get your ass spanked. You did to the end. And, well, sideline junkies stay until uh, ushers and security say, all right, y'all, it's time to go. Till triple zero. Yeah, because you never know what can happen. Exactly. So, but uh, just absolutely embarrassing. 
but like I said, we'll talk about that. We'll dive into a little bit more. Um, see what's see what's going on as far as uh, who's if anybody's going to be fired. If, if or it's going to be business as usual in Ashburn. It'd be very interesting to see. So, you know what? It's funny you say that, but I hope and. I'm not even going to say I hope because you never want to see somebody lose their job, but you're not good at what you do. It's time to go. It is time to go. Yeah. Uh, 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 even for Bruce, um, it, it got to start at the top. Bruce has to go. Then after that, Jay has to go. I'm saying let the whole coaching staff go. No. You promote somebody on the coaching staff to interim status, and you start a search. Let and Doug Williams start the search for a new coach. Yeah, I mean, my thing is at this point is, uh, you know, I know everybody's talking about, you know, curses, the name. It doesn't matter. If you move this team back to D, they could play on Pennsylvania Avenue. They could play in the White House lawn. As long as this team is ran like it's ran, this is the way – this is going to be the product on the field, which is hot garbage. So, but hot, stinky garbage, hot, stinky garbage. But like I said, me and KG, all Redskins post game tomorrow. We break it down a little bit more and uh, try to figure out, you know, what's going on. So got anything else for the night, KG? Nah, I'm going to go ahead and save it all because I got a lot for tomorrow. And um, I'm just – I'm disappointed in my own team. I'm also disappointed in uh, a few other teams. I'm disappointed in Pittsburgh that you let Oakland come into town and bust you in the mouth. Um, I'm kind of disappointed in Philadelphia because I- I'm thinking, you know, hey, they're a better team than Dallas, but obviously not. But you know what? No, 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 no. You, you got to take that back because they Dallas won off a tip pass. A tip pass that, like I said, we know <laughs> – we know Amari Cooper is when when rolling is a top notch wide receiver in the league. Mm-hmm. So you you expect anytime a ball goes near a player like that, you expect him to catch it. So when that ball got tipped, it fell right into Amari Cooper's lap. He played the the, the I forgot the DB's name for Philly, but he played it well. It's, you know what I'm saying? You can't play it better than that. They it, the better team won today, and Philly came out. They've been looking bad, but they came out and played a hell of a game today. Hell of a game. Yeah, they did. That is how that's how well well run teams play. And it's it's three well run teams in the NFC East. Only three. So um It used to be four yeah. out of five. It used to be the Cardinals. And when they were in the NFC East, they were the the not so good team that you know they were the doormats of the NFC East. But once the Cardinals left the NFC East and went out to the NFC West where they belonged, uh, pretty much the Redskins have become that doormat. Yeah, they they definitely are. They have flashes, but if you notice, the Redskins never take and put two back to back winning seasons together. Yeah, Mediocrity. it'll be a winning season here. And then five, six years down the line, it's another winning season. Mediocrity at its finest. And you know what? I think that's a D.C. thing. Uh, as far as D.C. sports teams, I think that's a D.C. thing. Well, and yeah. I'll st- it's extending to the Nationals. 
Yeah. Well, and it's old Bryce Hopper thing. So. Well, save it for tomorrow. We got a we got a long we got a long you know night to drum up and put together some stuff. You know, like I said, from tonight to tomorrow, you never know what's going to happen with the skins, what's going to happen with the Wizards. So. Hey, look out for DJ's going to be the coach of the Wizards, and I think I'm going to go ahead and apply for the job to coach the Skins. Oh, my. They don't want me to coach the Wizards. Feelings are going to be hurt. Well, that's the whole point. That's the whole – man, you know what? (laughs) Dude, that's the whole point. I'm a grown man. And here's the other thing, KG, and I don't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. But here's the other thing that that hampers teams and, and separates the men from the boys. When you can't make your own personnel decisions because of upper management wanting uh, a certain player to play, and, True indeed. and this is this is the Wizards and this is the Washington Redskins. Um, but like I said, man, save it up. I know this loss hurts a punch in the gut, um, but save it up for tomorrow. And uh, yeah, we'll leave it for with that for tonight. Very disappointing day. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. Everybody sit back and enjoy the uh, Rams and the Bears. Hopefully it's a good one. And I definitely think you get a good one tomorrow night in Seattle. Yes, yes, indeed. Agreed. So, with that being said, sideline junkies, post-game wrap-up for week 14. Um, I'm on assignment at the grocery store. (laughs) Oh, before we go. What's up? Before we go. Hold on. We promised the folks this. Hold on. Before we go, now we're looking at the standings here. Oh my goodness! Why do why do I have to be the only one on when you read the standings? Now look, you might be happy at this going into Week 14. BJ is a hot 118, 68 and two, Man. sitting in first place. Wow! Right behind him is Delonte at 117, 69 and two, in second place. Third place, Junie. 115, 71 and two. Myself in third and fourth place. 114, 17, 72 and two. Jim, three games behind me. 111, 78 and two. Wow. Hey, that say something. When the junkies say pick something, pick it. We got over 100 wins. To, we got over 500 wins collectively this season. Hey, hey, that, it's nothing to shake a stick at. That's not bad at all. That's that's not bad at all. I like that. Um, like I said, you know, it's not like, you know, I am where I'm in and somebody only has seventy wins, but everybody's in the in the hundreds and looking good. And I you know, we got we got three weeks worth of picking football left, uh, plus the playoffs, but we'll see. We'll see who you know, turns out to be the uh regular season champ. But Yeah. But then we get to that second season that hey, don't start back at zero. I'm I'm tacking those on too, but you know to be underneath, but it'd be tacked on. Yeah. And I, I'm I'm taking y'all out. I'm gonna win something. I I did bad in the playoffs last year. I got something for y'all this year. Hey man, I look forward to it, man. Um, that's it for the sideline junkies tonight. Week 14 NFL wrap up. We hope you enjoyed it. I apologize for all the extra noise, um, but we had to come to you and bring a you know our opinions on the, on what happened in week 14 today. So that's it for me for Brian, for KG, for all the other guys, Delonte, Jim, Juni, um, Don, Gary, sideline junkies. We'll catch you tomorrow in the Redskins postgame. Most deaf indeed.